Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. H Cubed up in this bitch. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Uh, it's me, your man Cooper, back with my man, Mr. Chris Ben Bass. Yes, sir, yes, sir. We came back, man. We came back with another uh, album review. Yes, sir. This time we're doing a new album. It's the Black Panther soundtrack. Basically produced by Kendrick Lamar. Basically, featuring at least executively produced. Yeah. Pretty much, but he's almost on every damn song too. So. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I actually didn't know this shit, but it's it's actually a, like a TDE album. Like they actually, as a whole, I mean, yeah. that's that's probably why you know, obviously, you that's hear. true because the majority of TDE TDE is on here in some form or fashion. Right. Although I'm surprised there's not a song with Isaiah them all Rashad together. And Isaiah Rashad, I think he's one of the nicer ones out of true. Out of. But I don't I don't remember seeing his name on here. No, nah, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't on. There. But like I'm surprised that they actually didn't like do a group TDE. Yeah, song, you know yeah, that would have made that would have made sense. I would have rocked with that. But I guess you could say, well, it, was it actually? I don't think there's any songs with more than two of them on there, right? I don't think so, for real. Because I want to say the, the Absol one, Bloody Waters ones with. Let me see. Schoolboy Q was on one with Kendrick and Two Chains. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I don't think they did. I don't think they did another joint, but. What's an S-O-B-R-B-E? That's one thing I was trying to figure out. Um, well, to my knowledge, they're like some vague... Well, it sounds like some vague rappers and shit, oh, just okay. by the style of the song. Okay. Yeah, Bloody Waters, uh, King's Dead has got J-Rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah, J-Rock is in that joint. So it, everybody is more or less included in yeah, the Yeah, pretty much. They're just not on a song together, which actually surprises me. Right. That's the only thing. Right. Um, but and- not... And just, you know, in case y'all been living under the biggest rock in the world, <laughs> uh, you know, the movie Black Panther, this is the, obviously a soundtrack of it. And I'm going to be honest with you, right? Like, I'm not the biggest fan of soundtracks. And, but when I, when I heard that Kendrick was producing this or exa- or whatever it is, curating this joint or whatever yeah. you want to call it, I, I was definitely intrigued because I, I feel like Kendrick wouldn't put his name to something that's whack. That's true. And that was my concern, honestly, especially for a movie of this magnitude. I yeah. feel like, I don't know, to me, soundtracks are kind of cliche-ish and corny. Well, see, I grew, up, I grew up in the era of soundtracks, where every movie that came out <laughs> had a fucking soundtrack. That is true. And they had cuts from them joints that were all vicious, because they had, they were, the biggest thing was to get the soundtrack and have a, 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 that was a when brand you made it, right? new song by one of your favorite artists is on this joint, or a couple of your favorite artists are on this joint. So now you have something else to listen to in between the, uh, the be, album I'm going to be honest with you, that reminds me of one thing, and that's Mace and the Rugrats. I don't know if y'all remember that. Shout out to Mace for that. Well, I mean, you had to bring up the motherfucking Rugrats movie, though. But I mean, there was other soundtracks out there that were the shit that had hip hop right. all over them. Oh, I don't like, doubt yo, it. the Set It Off soundtrack was so fucking legit. It right. was ridiculous. Um, the shit, um, the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack, one of the best R&B compilation soundtracks ever. Um, you had the the fucking man all those it's fucking a movies. list it's, it's definitely all those list. Houston movies they all had bomb soundtracks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't I, mean, I would was, hope so god damn there was, a, there was soundtracks to um, Big Mama House and soundtracks to um, oh, what was that other movie that he was in All About the Benjamins and, uh, and I know he wasn't in that one that was Chris Tucker uh, but there was another one he was in a white boy and the, gra- the grandma was smacking on both of them I can't remember what that was called See, I'm too remember. old for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, honestly, dog, by you saying that you was in an era of soundtracks, that that right there should say it right there. Yeah, man. nah, every fucking movie had a soundtrack, and all the soundtracks were pretty fucking bomb. Shit, man. I remember when they were first giving people their first soundtracks to produce by themselves. Missy Elliott was the first female producer of a soundtrack. Right. And it was for, uh, what the fuck was that movie? Uh, I think Why Do Fools Fall in Love. 
Okay. And the soundtrack was actually pretty beast. It was right. like low key beast. Like it didn't have too many hit hits, but it was, it was right. Cool. It was alright. Yeah. Now, honestly, I now this is gonna sound kind of wild to maybe you and, and any other listeners out there, but to me, a, a soundtrack, a soundtrack is a uh, is almost like a a Christmas movie to me, where it's like, it's like I don't know, man. <laughs> a it's, fucking Christmas movie though. Look, 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 it, like. Put it this way, right? It's kind of like a Christmas album as well. Like people are gonna listen to it just for the fact that it's Christmas. So you're kind of cheating if you get like a, if, if like, and and this is still going off of what Monique said last week, uh, with the whole uh, last Christmas movie that doesn't count, Monique. You know that's a damn Christmas movie, so I don't count. That's kind of how I look at, uh, at, at uh, what did it called? Um, fucking uh, wow, I just lost the um, <laughs> what are what is this that we're uh, soundtrack. Soundtracks. I look at soundtracks as that because for the most part, to me, they've always been corny. They've always been to me. I've always been like, dog, what does this have to do with the movie, dog? Bruh. And the soundtrack is what cultivates the sound of the movie. They usually use all of the songs from the soundtrack in the movie now, at pivotal scenes. I, now, I haven't watched this movie. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I have been told that. Only a handful of songs are actually in the movie. Yeah, only a handful of songs from here in the movie. Like uh, all the stars is it the plays end. during the credits, right? Uh, but there's the um, I think the jump I... with the la, 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 that jump plays uh, during the fight scene. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, at Warrior Falls, at least one of them, and uh, there you know there are a couple of the other songs in there. Right. I mean, they're not all going to fit into the movie, but right. the majority of this there was always songs from the soundtrack that were definitely in the movie, right, right, and they right. were in there at points where it would really set the mood. Right, right. I see, but I I say all that to say this right. I was actually very pleased. Uh, even even like over with the first listen, I feel like it it wasn't like a forced listen. Yeah. You know, like you know, obviously a lot of artists here I personally have never heard of, uh, or I've I've heard very little of. Yeah, there was a lot on here I'd never heard of either. Um, like well, I had heard little of the you know the the Sakari guy. He's on. He's the guy who's on the uh, on the Kendrick song uh, Love. Okay. His, and um. I actually I, I like I like his singing. Um, I'm not gonna sit here and say I really looked into the guy, but I was actually excited to see his name on here. Mm-hmm. And and that was just one of the few people that I guess you know, even in the next song after that, the uh, Mozzie. I've heard of him because of I think he he quit lean like in public and he made it like <laughs> I think that he, he he made it like the cool thing to to, to pour out like the lean and shit. Oh, okay, you know what I mean. Uh, cool. So again, these are all artists that I had actually only heard of. And I, I was able to actually hear them, you know. Well, so you're already a step ahead of me because I've never heard of any of these artists outside of the big ones that are labeled on right. here. Like, there's a chick uh, named Jorga Smith who sings on number six, I Am. Never heard of her. I've never heard of this uh, singer called Saudi. Um, yeah, I've never, never heard, heard of the rapper. I'm, I'm assuming it's a rapper, Yugen uh, Black Blackhawk, Blackrock, or whatever. Yeah, the one from uh, the Don't Let's Yeah, Young. Yeah. He, Young, he's vicious on that song. He's the one that saves that song, right. in my opinion. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, James Blake. <laughs> like, I've heard of James Blake, but like randomly, but Yo, I've never heard of anything you by know him. You know what's wild, right? James Blake is that white boy, right? That's like the wild, preppy white boy, but like all the black niggas fuck with for some reason. Like, all, like, nigga, like, cause you want, I, I don't know, like, like he he he's done a lot of stuff with like like Frank Ocean and like you know okay. people of that sound. Okay. So I, it wasn't the biggest surprise because I want to say he's also worked with Kendrick before, but I don't know. I don't don't hold me to that. Okay. But gotcha. um. But yeah, it was definitely that was honestly out of all of these names, aside from the ones that I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. James Blake was definitely one that kind of was like I was kind of scratching my head about, but I guess it kind of fit in a little bit mm. at right. the end of it all. 
Well, let's go ahead and get into uh, what it was uh, we thought was positive about the album, what it was that we liked about the album, and I will invite you to go first. All right. And this is considering that my man has not seen the movie I yet. have not seen the movie, y'all. I know, dog. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I was actually trying to go watch it last week. But as y'all may know, dog, you gotta fucking buy your ticket at least like a like at least twelve hours in advance. I feel. What? Nah. Nah. Nuh-uh. Nigga, dog. I went to go see it the weekend it came out. I bought it in the morning and went to go see like a one p.m. show or like a twelve o'clock show. Really? Yeah. Like so. Well, I, I mean, dog. <laughs> that's the thing, nigga. Like, yeah, one p.m. show you might catch right, but dog, if you go, if you go in the nighttime, dog. You, it's yeah, at nighttime it's a wrap. But like but, right now, the hype has died down significantly. That is so. that is true. That is true. But um. Nonetheless, I haven't watched the movie, but I will say this. I feel like I already have an idea of 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 how the journey is going to... Because I'm going to be honest. I, I, I've, I've tried to like tune out everybody because it's mostly I know. It's, it's the hypest thing right now. Oh, for real. Black Panther is the hypest thing. Everybody's is Wakanda now. I don't even know what Wakanda means, and I'm claiming Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda is the country that Black Panther is king of. Okay, well, Wakanda. And Yeah, and Wakanda is the only... Is the only African nation to never be colonized by whites. Is oh okay. So that's pretty tight. I'm not gonna lie. That's yeah. that's that's the type uh, uh, basis of the story. There. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna leave the rest of it to you to find bet, out. Bet, bet, bet. So I really like the. Uh, even though you know, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, audience, y'all loyal. I, I I heard the first the first song, the intro, a couple minutes before we started because I thought it was just the intro, so I didn't really bother listening to it. Mm-hmm. But I do think it serves a, a purpose for the for the album, um, especially being called the Black Panther. The um the piano sounded real nice. Yeah. Um, it was Kendrick being Kendrick, which I'm gonna get into that a little later. And the parts that I don't that I didn't like about the album, I, it's funny because Kendrick made this whole album. But I feel like one of the parts that I didn't like the most throughout the album was Kendrick. Um, but this first song, I definitely liked him. Uh, his, his verse in it, I think it starts off the album. Even though it's a slow intro, a uh, slow first song, I think it fits in the um. In the grand scheme of, of the whole, you know, movie, I guess. Yeah. Um, it was kind of weird that the the beat changed and it changed to oh, some yeah. real, At the end, almost yeah. sound like jungle animals cries and shit like that. So, um, and it's almost sounded like he was kind of rapping off beat at first, but if you actually really, really listen to it, he's yeah. not rapping yep. off beat. And that's it's just cra- the way that the beat that's is. That's the crazy thing about Kendrick, I feel, is that like, I feel like he does that all the time where yeah. like, he's able to just catch the beat so easily and then like lose it for a second. But catch it again to the point where he's not really ever off beat. Exactly. It's just like an unorthodox delivery style that he gets. But. It's just ridiculous with that man. But, yeah. Uh, but nah, you're right. He has that weird style that he can just kind of come in and out like that. Yeah. And uh, but the uh, and the song was short, and I kind of didn't know what to make of it at first. Uh, but then it was just like at the end of it, he was just kind of like. I am T'Challa, and then right. then it ends on that note. And for y'all who ha- for haven't seen the movie yet, T'Challa is the main character, Black Panther, who is the king of Wakanda. It was I thought it was an interesting intro to the album. Uh, could have been better, right? Definitely could have been worse, but you know it, it was solid for what it is. I like it. Um, but um, bringing it to honest, I know this is like the cliche, you know, single and everything, but I actually really do like all, all the stars. Oh, that is my fucking song. Yo, That's my favorite song on this thing. Yo. Shout out to my girl M, man. She she put me on to this joint before the whole even like cause she's a big Scissor fan, right? Oh yeah. And um, you know how like when I don't know if this, this shit ever happens to you, right? But like when somebody tries to put you on to something, you kind of just like brush it off because 
Yeah, my boy, my best friend did that in high school. It was like, yo, you should link it, listen to Incubus. You should listen to Incubus. Uh, and I just pushed it off and I didn't listen to it until like, I was yeah. like 20. <laughs> and then I was like, dog, Incubus what? is the shit. He's yeah. like, man, I've been telling you for yeah. years. Dog. Yeah, same shit happened. Like whenever I'm with her, she fucking blasts the song, sings it, top of her lungs. I'm like, I don't like it, but it's because you're constantly yeah. rub- pushing it in my it's face. It's right there. But I'm going to tell you what. I listened to it like when when we first talked about reviewing the album, right? I actually sat down and I remember thinking like, "Damn, this is the song that you know she listens to all the time, and that's just yeah. about to blow me." Blah, blah, blah. But I actually listened to it. and I was like, you know what? I really like this song. I think SZA on the hook is fucking awesome, ridiculous. Like it, she sings the song so well. She does that fast change up yeah. really, really well, and yeah. doesn't break in her stride at all. Um. Like it's just it's kind of and she's kind of haunting when she's singing in the chorus. Yeah, the sound of her voice over yeah, that beat. I agree. It's really really good. Cool. And I really like the uh, I guess it's the bridge of the song. Yes, the bridge. I think it was excellently done by Kendrick. It was a vicious. I ain't, see. This is what niggas who can't sing should do. What should, should sound like? Like yep. it does. It didn't sound like you were trying to sing too much. There wasn't too much uh, distortion in the voice. Yep. <clears throat> but I think it fit and it it just worked and. Even Kendrick's hook, I think, was really good. Yeah, I mean, definitely. His, his verse, I should say. Now, the thing is, like, I found out about this song. So I had been listening to this song for, like, a month before the soundtrack right, came right, out. Right, right, right. Because it randomly popped up on YouTube. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, but it didn't pop up as it said anything about Black, Black Panther, Panther album. It was, just, it was, it like, was a, just... it was like a gold little something on, like, a black background. Right, right. And I thought it was a SZA song because <laughs> she's primarily <laughs> featured right. on it. Uh, and then I, I found out. Song too. Then they found out it's on this fucking album. And I was like, oh, okay, well, this Joan is about to rock. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if, if you've actually listened to any of the um, the other um, collabs that they have, uh, Scissor and Kendrick, but they're all vicious. Oh, I haven't listened to a whole <laughs> lot of them, but I'm definitely gonna gonna go back and check out them now. Oh yeah. Uh, but I think the instrumentation mm. that, oh, yeah. that Kendrick uses on this beat is mm-hmm. fucking insane. And oh yeah. He puts it together. So fucking well. You know, he has such an an ear for actual like classical sounding music. And you know what this tells me, right? As much of a poppy sound that this has, I feel like it didn't go too pop. And I think Kendrick that just shows his ear for music, like you said, as as a a whole. You know, like it's kind of two underground artists that can come together to make a pop ass, which is crazy, right? Two underground, like you said, that's that's why. Like SZA really just started to pop off as an artist in like the last year or so. But I've known who she was, and I've had like her mixtapes and right. her first album for at least almost four four years now. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go on record and say this now, man. I think SZA, honestly, is the most talented. Uh, I hate to say it like this, but the most talented female musician out right now. I I could agree. I could easily agree. Right um, there. you know, I I, you know, I she does a little like rapping kind of stuff here and there, but for the most part, it's singing. But I, I just feel like what she brings to the table, her, and, and I think she said this. Uh in an interview that she actually had like her musical breakthrough like the whatever like started clicking for her because I, I haven't listened to her older older stuff but i heard it's like a little different from hell yeah it's what so she cool. did now but um i definitely think she brings a lot of stuff to the table that is just fresh is new and it just sounds good and i love her voice first of all and i think she's bad as shit Shout out to Sizzle. <laughs> but uh but yeah nah this song this song is excellent man i i again this is one of those songs that i was i was almost skewed into not liking unfortunately but once I really got down to listen to it, I think it's a really good song. For sure. Now, I'm going to say w- one of the songs that I fucked with uh, the hardest on this entire jump was uh, King's Dead. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, that's another single from the album, but right. the song is vicious. Oh yeah, and y'all know I'm not a huge Future fan, and you know my man here is, but like Future killed it on this Yo, show. <laughs> look, the only thing I didn't like about Future's jump was that because the first part of his jump was all good, and then he starts getting into that like yeah that baby talking shit. I was just like nah, like that's the only part I have a problem with from him on that joint. Look. But overall, this song is is legit. The beat bangs like. J-Rock killed it, it. I, You know what Shout out to J-Rock For this verse Because I've actually <clears throat> For those of y'all That play Grand Theft Auto 5 um, Please tell me He had the first verse Yeah he had the first verse Yes I thought so Yeah he had the first verse And um, You know For those of y'all Who listen to A lot of Kendrick you know, he's, he's been featured in, in a, Or he's been with in A couple songs With him and Kendrick And um, I feel like he never Really gets the the, I guess the shine that he does because he, I think he could spit. Oh yeah, he, in, in oh, the, he's also not someone who who puts himself out there. Like that, that is true. That is true. Um, but then again, none of TDE really puts themselves out there like that, and I really like that about them. Like Kendrick's the most out there one, and, and he's still a recluse. Yeah, even like then, you don't ever yeah. hear about J Rock, you don't ever hear about Absol, you don't ever hear about nobody in that crew except for like Kendrick, and that's only when he's doing performances right. and shit. And even that before you know before all of that. He just kind of just lays but, low. But no matter what they do, they can get into the booth and spit a vicious 16 right. or 32 or yeah, 64, whatever them. you need. You know, it's kind of <laughs> like, what's his face? Um, oh, it's that nigga that signed a rock late, late, uh, nation who ain't, ain't done shit yet. Um, that might be a bunch of niggas. <laughs> <laughs> that might, I don't know. It might be. It. Oh, what's the baby mama is um, Eric Badu, I think. Fuck. Eric Badu. Mm-hmm. God damn, why can I th- think of this nigga's name? Fuck. He just signed a... No, he didn't just sign. He'd been on Rock Nation. He done had a couple of mixtapes, but he ain't actually done no music yet. And, and they and always... Erica, hold on. Erica Badu is, is is his baby mama? One of his baby... Well, yeah, at least one of them. I don't know. But, fuck. What? What is his, his name? It's going... I'm going to feel no. so stupid when when I get this. When I actually <laughs> look it up. Yeah, fuck it. Just look it up. Just, but go just, ahead. Let's go, let's go ahead to the next one. All right. <laughs> so, one of the next ones that I fuck with... um. Was the, uh, I think, yeah, the ways, the, the, now, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if it was Khaled or Khalid. I'm gonna call I him. I think it's Khalid. I think it is Khalid. I, I guess it would be kind of dumb if you took Khaled since yeah. DJ Khaled's already out. So, uh, with Khalid and Sway Lee from, uh, Ray Shremmer. The ways. Yo, that joke caught me by surprise. Nah, I'm it not did gonna too. Lie. It did too. And I'm gonna be honest with you, right? Jay Electronica. That's what I was thinking of. God damn it. <laughs> oh, he, he got a kid with, uh, with Major. With Eric Abadu. Eric Abadu. Yeah. Oh, god damn. But anyway, go ahead. Why, why, hold on, why are we talking about Dead Electronica? Oh, because um, talking about niggas that have come out with albums who, who oh, are vicious yeah, rappers yeah, but never come yeah, out with yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what happened. Huh? Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Back to this joint with Sway uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, the joint with Sway Lee. Yeah, dog, that joint, Um, you know, ever since he dropped uh, Unforgettable with, with, um, with French, even though there's a lot of, you know, editing and all that shit, I, I feel like he could still sound good um, without yeah. any real auto-tune and shit. Yeah. No, there's there's a song where he's with um, what is that girl's name? Um, see, I can't remember none of these damn artists' <laughs> names. God damn it! Well, he did a song with this one chick who's, I think, somebody's ex, and um, the song is vicious. Like right. it's a really good song, and they're both singing on it. Of course, he's auto tuned out, but I mean, it it kind of goes with the song. But like, right. um. This song is actually really sick. Like I said, it caught me by surprise. But for me, mainly Khalid's part. 
Yeah, Khalid's part is is sick. Like it's he's ridiculous. I mean, I, I liked his album. His album is actually pretty. Vicious. I haven't I haven't heard it. You need to check that joint out. Yeah. It's vicious. Um, but like Sway Lee, like he's good on his part, right? But at the same time, I feel like he doesn't need to use the auto tune, right? Because he is heavily auto tuned. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it really it takes away because the beat is kind of chill. And then you come in, and then you got the random auto tune voice that kind of throws off the the mode of the right. Beat. And you know, you know, what's one thing that I really didn't know about auto tune that auto tune how niggas use it in in, in music or in mm-hmm. rap, I should say, yeah, isn't really what it was designed to do. And I didn't know that shit. Auto tune is literally meant to tune your voice to the correct pitch so that it sounds better. Exactly. I didn't know that shit. Yeah. Cause it's supposed to be, to, it's supposed to be able to make people who can't sing sing. 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 Right, exactly. Which is, it's crazy that these niggas, cause like, when you have that little, like, I don't, it's like a flurry of like, pitches that, that, that kind of sticks out whenever, you know, niggas use autotune. Yeah. When they're using it incorrectly, I guess. Uh huh. It, it, it kind of fucks it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, maybe, maybe it's because I'm getting older, but I'm really starting to get that. I'm like, yo. That that's literally not how you how you're supposed to use auto tune, but at all. And I mean, it was only it was only for like a quick voice effect back yeah. in the day. It wasn't for an entire song. But now, so the, I remember when uh, the first time I remember hearing it was uh, in uh, No Diggity, because um, they uh, they used and when they performed it, they had uh, I think it was Teddy Riley was on stage and he was next to the keyboard and the auto tune is literally it, it, at it least at this thing. point it was like a plastic tube are, are that, that looked like it was folded in half and inserted in his mouth. And while he was talking, it felt, it was like uh, making the effect on his voice. What about that song, Computer Love? Computer Love? Isn't that, um, hold on, you talking about the original Computer Love? Yeah. Um, that was, that probably They used a vocal cord Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, right? I, I, that's probably auto-tune too. I have to go back and, um, yeah, Computer Love? Yeah, that would be auto-tune. Yeah, how did that go? That's uh, old school though. Hey, I'm not gonna lie, I used to listen to that song all the time at my job, and I was like, yo, that song is tight. I don't even know why I like it, but I like it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, uh, definitely, I think Khalid and Sway Lee, they made this, like, they made this collab work, which I was, I was actually, when I seen the two names, you know, two hot artists right now. Yeah. It, it made sense to have them on here, but to me, it didn't really make the most sense to have them together. But I think ultimately it came, came together well. It came alright, yeah. Um, I also think another random track that I thought was good, or a slower track that I thought was good, was I Am, number six, featuring oh, yeah. Georgia Smith. Uh, or George, I think it's Georgia Smith. Georgia Smith, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I didn't want to pronounce that wrong. Her voice is perfect for this slow song. Yeah. Like, and with, like, the, I want to say the electric guitar that's kind of rocking out throughout the song. Right. She has almost that, like, uh, like not quite a raspy voice, but just yeah. short of being I, I raspy. I like her voice. Work. I like her voice a lot, actually. So, um, and the instrumentation, again, on this joint is on point. Like, I can't yeah. say anything. And the, she actually sings some really, really deep lyrics. Like, if you sit back and listen to the lyrics, right, right. like, it kind of can strike you like, whoa, okay, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, no, she's, um, I think I, I actually listened to, because... Uh, I, I found out of her because um, she was on the Drake, uh, I think, More Life album. Okay. Um, pretty much, it's funny how Drake pretty much put, like, pretty much her whole song and just kind of said a couple words over it and made it his song, pretty much, just to put on his album. <laughs> Nonetheless, wow. um, that's how I found out about her, and I, I looked up some of her music, and I actually really like some of her music. Um, so I was actually pretty excited to hear to see her name on here, and on top of that, she's also fucking gorgeous though. okay i haven't seen a picture of her Yo, yet but shout out to georgia smith man okay, i i, I, I want to say she's she's somewhere somewhere from europe right but um i think 
correct me if I'm wrong, okay. but she uh she did her now thing I on the song. Now I get the spelling of it. <laughs> right, yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah, I really like the song too. Uh, that was actually one of the ones I was going to talk about, but um, I, I really like the song. It was, I think uh the only thing that kind of it would have fit perfectly in my opinion next to the ways, but then. I don't know why they put this joint, the the Vince Staples joint. Oh man! Right in between. That this this song is the most to me. It's kind of the most random song. On oh, the it's album. random. It's like I, I I can't. I'm not even gonna say it's bad. It's just very random. I, it, it's very the location EDM sounding. It. Yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah, the location. Uh, the beat is very EDM sounding, and again, it sounds like something Azalea Banks would have rapped over. And I can't get over that. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna lie, dog. I I don't think I would want to rap over anything. Other- nah. Nah. And then considering that, like, the beat is already already you know strange and weird compared to what it's surrounded by, because it's surrounded between two slow ass songs. Right. <clears throat> um, you've got Vince Staples' lyrics are not exactly that great right. on this track. Now, Yogan Blackrock, he saved the song because right. his entire verse completely murks Vic Staples, Vic Staples out, or Vince Staples out of the water. So at this point, I'm just like, that's the only saving grace of this song. And I will, pr- and the chorus is kind of catchy. I'm not going to lie. Um, cause I think the chorus is you're dead to me. Oh yeah. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was just like, you're dead to me. You're <laughs> dead to me. Um, but, um, like I'm only really listening to the back half of this song. Right. Right. When Black Rock takes over. No, I imagine for that. I imagine for that. Uh, um, Another song, you know, all right, let me talk about number 11 first, which is uh, Redemption. Well, I guess 10 and 11 because it's the intro and then. True. Uh, um, I really like that joint. Um, uh, it's, it's, uh, I think the artist is Zakari, if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, I liked him on this joint. It, it, it had a nice, like, African, Afrobeat type of beat. Mm-hmm. Um, it even has some, like, an African artist, I want to say. Yeah, Babes Womundo. Yeah. Modumo, now Modumo, I think. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I asked you before the joint. I, I really didn't even know if, if like, you know, first you, I hear Zakari singing, and then I hear something that I'm not really understanding. I couldn't really tell if it was, you know, another language and shit. But it sounds vicious, though. Like, I feel like it adds a level of like, like genuineness to the song. Like hearing like an actual African artist on it. You exactly. Know I mean? And I'm, I'm actually surprised that there weren't a couple of others because yeah. there are actually some pretty popular african artists and there's right. actually a couple of popular african rappers that are kind of sort of mainstream like they're kind of underground mainstream right um uh that i was actually surprised that aren't on there well, like, i mean, uh, like I mean kid type or... yeah like Wizkid and um canine oh, okay and, uh i mean even wale they could have wale on the true track. true <laughs> so hey i'm mad they didn't have wale on any of this <laughs> Are you serious? What kind? Like, like, like they mad Michael Blackson mad that he wasn't in the movie. <laughs> yeah, <you're> right. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, but I... redemption, redemption is vicious. Like, it, um, it's catchy as hell, and um, and I, the second verse, that that other language, like you said, it just definitely takes the song to a different level. Oh yeah, level. definitely. I I feel like this is definitely one of them songs that's like a, it's almost like a, a trip, almost. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in. in it makes you feel like it, I feel like it definitely fit the album perfectly. Um, I like the location of it too, more towards the end of, of the album. Um, and even the next song after that, um, that followed it, even though it was a lot slower, probably one of the slower, slower songs on the album. Um, with Mozzie, um, 
I think he killed the joint, dog. Couple seasons, yeah. His his verse was nice, in my opinion. Yeah, um, no, the beat on this joint is ridiculous. It's like really a seductive, slow kind of beat. Right, right, yeah, no, definitely. Like it, it was one of them songs, right? That it, like the beat itself caught my attention, even though it was a slower joint. And um, and this is another one that has a different language song on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, I think it's a uh, uh, Java as Java. I want to say. I'm not sure. And then even even the other guy, Reason, I liked his verse a lot. I think this is more of like a like an introspective kind of song, like mm-hmm. talking about you know police brutality. Yeah, and like very that. woke. Yeah, wokeish kind of song. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the song a lot. Like again, I, I hadn't heard of any of these artists, and dog, honestly, that that's one of the best feelings in the world, dog. When you don't know of the artist, mm-hmm. but you like you really like the song, and then you, yeah. you really want to hit down. Let me hear this other niggas, you know, shit. Exactly. Niggas, I, will, other shit. I will definitely go look up a niggas other shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, now you you know me, I'm not a fan of the weekend, but that don't pray for me, dog. That song is vicious. I like it's it. a very almost poppy EDM song too. But like, look, the whole beat just works. With this the way is the that one, they got the drums. Man. This is the one thing I'm gonna say, right? And I know this might be a hot take, but <laughs> I feel like the weekend. To some degree, a lot of his music sounds the same. Like, like no, the, I agree with you. And and, and that, that was my issue with this song. Like, it was a good song, right? But I feel like this sounds like I feel like I could confuse this song with almost just about every the other Starboy. Yeah. It might be Starboy. <laughs> that's the it one. It might like, be Starboy. I, don't I thought if, it was Starboy when I first heard it. But what I'm saying is that that's my problem with the weekend, and I feel like that's what I'm not hating on the weekend. I, I fuck with his music. But that was my problem with this song is that it it, it really kind of just sounded like like again it might be Starboy but it sounded like another I couldn't really you could have told me it was another uh, weekend song and I, I would have believed you yeah um but it was a good song I, I like the song and it was I think it was a good closure song yeah for sure for sure now the song with Travis Scott uh, Big yeah. Shot uh I love the beat of this song yeah the beat is tough but. Kendrick's, I wasn't really a big fan of, uh, Kendrick's delivery on this junk. It wasn't a bad verse, but I didn't really like his delivery. He's definitely delivered way better than that. Right. But, you know, Travis Scott is just annoying sounding. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to hear his voice. The auto tune again is just, it's a pet peeve of mine. <clears throat> Look, this, this, this is what I'm going to say about, uh, about, well, this song and Kend- just Kendrick as, as a whole on the album, right? Like, okay. I think we talked about this before the, uh, before we start recording but I feel like this is a perfect example of Kendrick dumbing down to fit not only the beat but also the the artist that you know he's you know he's, I guess working, he's with. working with yeah and also you know I guess he couldn't really get that you know Kendrick deepish for a soundtrack ultimately because ultimately it is a soundtrack for like a you know a really big movie so um but that being said that was my problem or my biggest problem with the album because I'm a for those who know me, I'm, I'm a really big Kendrick fan. Yeah. Um, and I, obviously, I'm going to get excited over anything Kendrick. But I feel like I, I wasn't really... Like, I was satisfied with the album, right? But I wasn't satisfied with what Kendrick brought to the album. Okay. Like, I, as far I as, like, lyric, like, lyrically. You know what I mean? Like, I think he definitely tried a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Especially since he more or less curated the whole the whole sound of the album. Gotcha. But I, I, I was a little let down by, lyrically by Kendrick on this song. Oh, I understand that. You know, and I I, I want to say a perfect example is is the Big Shot joint. Like, my my whole thing is I, I feel like Kendrick. One of the things that I really like about Kendrick is that he always brings himself to any song he's on. Like, even if he's featured on it, you yeah. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like he kind of took, he kind of used that style that this beat is designed for, which is the Travis Scott, you know, 
whatever the fuck whoever else is rapping right now type sound yeah. you know and I don't think Kendrick brought his sound to the, to this song he basically conformed instead of making other people conform to him I think, which is what he usually does right right or not even making other people conform well, well not well, I guess, I, to him but. well I, I guess I guess what you're saying is right like you know the listener conforming to him on that beat and yeah. it sounds good yeah um but yeah, that, that was my biggest uh, issue with, with, I guess, the album. Other than that, you know, I think it was a pretty good album. Yeah, no, I think it was a pretty good album also. Uh, like I said, there's a couple of songs I liked better than others. Like, I already said I wasn't a fan of, um, what's that shit called? Oops. Uh, yeah, I wasn't a really a big fan of Oops. I wasn't a fan of Big Shot. I'm not really a fan, a fan of uh, Paramedic. Oh, yeah, that was another song. That was Honestly, wouldn't you say that? Aside from the fact that I personally just didn't, because I'm gonna be honest with y'all, I'm not a big fan of 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 like Bay Area music and like that that kind of beat. I, it just doesn't do anything to me. I mean, I yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of it either because I can't think of any Bay Area artists that I really mess with really that hard. Right. Uh, sorry, Bay Area, but like it's just true. It's, <laughs> to me, like, like, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Now, this is another hot take, dog. I think E40 is is. One of the most annoying rappers. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying I I, I I give him his props because he is a king of he oh is yeah, a king no, of his craft absolutely. Um, but I've never been one of his biggest fans. Not that that sounds. But he's always me. had some hits though. I can't. Fail. Yeah, no, you, you you can't deny what what he's done right. But to me, is that sound to me is just it's not for me. Let yeah. me just put it that way. It's not for me. But um, yeah, that, and also, I feel like they kind of just threw it in there. Like for one, like I, I really didn't hear anything that even remotely touched on you know black panther um, except for him saying black panther in a song <laughs> <laughs> true which was a dumbed down version of him you know bringing it up but whatever yeah i wasn't a big fan of that song either um i like the anderson Pac joint which i think we talked about yeah already. and i like the joint with schoolboy q and two chains oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's and definitely the song saudi uh the song yeah. 10 that, that's definitely gonna be if it hasn't already like a song on the radio I could hear it being a single as well yeah for sure yeah no, nah, I, I like that song I like that song a lot I like the hook too I like Kendrick on the hook on that joint but uh yeah no this is overall it was a pretty good album uh if you had to give it a score which you have to what do you yeah. <laughs> what would you <laughs> give it I have to <laughs> um I'm gonna be honest with y'all like I, like I said I was very pleasantly surprised with um everything that really First of all, that, that Kendrick was able to put this album together, him being as much of a, you know, hip hop kind of artist, I, I, I'm surprised that he was able to, you know, do this. Mm-hmm. But overall, I, I, I give it a solid seven and a half out of ten. Okay. Um, again, there's a lot of songs on here that, um, that really, here's the thing. There's a lot of songs that I liked on here, but there wasn't, there was maybe one or two that really stuck out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it was it was good. I would say the album is good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would give it a seven point five out of ten. All right, uh, you actually kind of read my mind oh, because shit. that's exactly what I wrote on my pa- my paper right here. Uh, I gave it a seven point five because I thought overall it was very strong. As I want to say, it probably only had like the f- four weak points out of twelve tracks, which is which is a solid album. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean honestly, like kind of the weak points were not like. They weren't bad. They I weren't think. horrible. Yeah, and th- and that's the thing about this album, which honestly, I, I might even change it to eight. It's between a seven and a half and eight for me because I don't think there was anything on this album that I was like, "Yo, this is terrible." Yeah, you know what I mean. And and and, and I think that just shows, you know, even though this is a side project for Kendrick, 
he definitely doesn't put his name on just anything. You know yeah, what I mean? he so, definitely does bring quality. Even if he's not bringing 100% yeah, yeah. quality, he's brought the quality in who he's brought along for the ride. I agree. Cause, um, and, and he definitely brought a lot of people along for this ride. Um, you know, there's, 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 you know. Oh, no, this is a feature heavy album. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, every song is featuring someone. And, and I feel like that's kind of hard for a whole album to sound, you know, cohesive with a bunch of different artists, artists on, on one, you know, one album. I mean, that takes the skill of a great producer, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, absolutely. And I mean, even a great artist. And I mean, he's able to, to, he's able to work with just about anybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. Any, any genre, pretty much. And he's I mean, able to work a, with different made, types. Any he made genre. a song with Taylor Swift for Christ's sake. I'm so. saying, if you can go from making songs with Taylor Swift to making songs with Two Chains, you doing something all right. And they're, and they're all hits, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And everybody is cool and there's no issues and, right. you know, people are, Willing to change up the way that they would normally do stuff in order to work with you and stuff. I mean, that's that's a talent, that's a skill, See, and not and everybody's it, got that. And this is something, right? And I know this might be going off on a different topic here, right? But this is why I think Kendrick is, is number one in rap right now. You know, like not for anything, right? But like, I, I I think at the end of it all, right? Kendrick is Kendrick's like side projects and everything as a whole. Everything he doesn't rap is gonna be looked at higher as you know other rappers in the game right now. Yeah. Not to just name, uh, throwing names out there, but Drake, you know what I mean? Like, even though he has been, you know, more or less putting on other people, but I feel like, I feel like Kendrick is just doing a lot more as, as an artist. Yeah, you know I mean? no, I get what you're saying because I mean, yes, Kendrick and Drake, they've both created their record labels. They've both put out other artists, but, and they've both collabed across the board between pop and, you know, R&B and hip hop. But at the same time, you know, Drake hasn't had a project like this. Like, he hasn't had a movie soundtrack where he's the executive producer right, exactly. and everything comes down on him. And, and same I think that's thing, huge. Yeah, yeah, same thing with Rick Ross. Rick Ross has never done that. Right. Uh, I mean, I could say that, uh, like, only a few of some of the greats did it. Like, you could say Master P did it because he did oh, it with okay. all those No Limit movies that they did. Uh, Jay-Z okay. and Dame Dash did that with right. all the movies that came out on the Rockefeller. So like, I mean, all, like they, all eighty of them. <laughs> yeah, for real. So I mean, like they've got at least some type of experience in this, and this right. is the first time Kendrick's done it. Not many of these new big artists have gone on to do something like this. Yeah, no, and and, and honestly, for Kendrick's first shot at this, I think I think this is a, a excellent for him. You know oh, what I mean? Because, I completely agree. Um, there's motherfuckers out there who who've been doing this for years and put out a shitty ass project, yeah. but Kendrick did this in his first, you know, try, and I, I think that just goes to show his level of uh, just you know perfectionism and just him being you know true to the craft and just and sticking with it. I also have to say another another thing with his professionalism and truth to the craft is the artist that he chose to be on here. Yeah, because not only did he choose his boys on TDE as this is looking like pretty much a TDE, TDE project, pretty much, right. but the the skill on the on behalf of the other artists that he put on here, yeah. they're all incredible at what they do. I mean, even Sway Lee. I know Sway Lee's incredible at crafting a hook. Right. So like. He, to put him together with Khalid on the song, and then you've got Absol with Anderson Pack. I mean, they're completely different, opposite when it's coming to rap. Right. But like, it worked together oh, so yeah, fucking no, well. Worked. For him to put all of these people together, put Future and J Rock on a song together, <laughs> and make it sound and make vicious, it sound good. Yeah. Like it's incredible. Look, look, let me tell you, right? To me, I, I feel like a feature verse or a feature artist is supposed to, or, or or a verse from a feature artist is supposed to make me want to look into other music. Exactly. And I feel like at least two or three artists did that on this joint and, and, and that's a, that's saying a lot because I feel like 
That doesn't usually happen to me. A lot it of doesn't time. happen to me either. And it, you know what's even worse? It doesn't. That never happens. Is it doesn't make me want to go check out someone who I've listened to before right. and then been like, mm, I'm all right. Because right. right now I want to go back and check out some more Anderson Pack stuff. Like no, I, I listened not. to him before and I wasn't impressed. Okay. I'm so now you. I want to go back and listen to I'm him again. You. I definitely want to check out James Blake. Or yeah, I want to figure out what the hell is up with this guy because I don't know nothing about I'm him. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you, man. Alright, well, anything else that you want to jump on while we're here? Um, Yo, hold on. R- real quick, real quick. The the hottest question right now. Gosh. The uh, the whole Lil Xan situation. Oh, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because I was actually just talking about that shit with my brother before we came over here. Can we, can we talk about this yes, shit right now? Yes, yes, yes. We've got plenty of time. So. Alright. I got time, cuz. Alright, y'all. So we're going di- we're gonna to dive into, the, uh, into something that... Um, I don't know if y'all been keeping up. You know, a lot of younger ones probably have um, heard. Of- most of y'all probably never even heard of a Lil Xan. Lil Xan. I didn't hear of a Lil Xan until today. So, I, I've I've heard of Lil Xan. I like his music. Um, I think it's definitely uh, definitely for a younger audience. Um, it definitely is a lot of you know drug talk and whatever the fuck. Um, I mean, his name is Lil Xan. Lil Xan. He he. I want to say he has something along those lines tatted on his on his face somewhere. Oh, he's got a bunch of Z's on his face. That's yeah. Well, there you go. Right. But look like that nigga about to pass the fuck out. All right. Now, so what happened pretty much right is that he was on. He did an interview. I want to say for Revolt is what I think it was. Yeah, it was for Revolt. And uh, they asked him what his thoughts were on Tupac, and his answer was something. I, I want to say, what do you rate Tupac? I said, yeah, and then he could give him a tool. He yeah. gave him a tool. He said his music is boring, right? All right. Now and the entirety I, of hip hop said, "Nigga, what?" Yeah, including Waka Flocka, Ti, allegedly both banned him from hip hop. If that's even possible, I mean, they can make it real hard for Lil Xan to be out here, right? Yeah, no, I'm sure they can, but I, I feel like this is gonna be resolved, like a phone call. Or something, oh, it honest. probably will be, but, but it's just that I want to say again that we've had this conversation. Yeah. And we're not going to get into the validity of who's top five or anything like that, but Pac was one of the people that ushered in a completely new way of how to do hip-hop. He was one of the first rappers out here. I wouldn't say first gangster rappers, but he was one of the first gangster rappers that made it popular, a popular form of entertainment. And was able to bring it to a larger stage of people. Oh, yeah. And brought a whole bunch of an awareness to a lot of people because of the stuff that he talked about. Now, not just being out here and being a thug and being all this other stuff, you know, that was part of, par for the course when it comes to the culture. Right. But he was, the fact that he was one of the, uh, one of the loudest rappers and one of the biggest rappers at the time that was bringing up different social issues. I mean, we all know the song, you know, Brenda's got a baby and keep your head up. And, you know, t- even his song about, you know, Dear Mama, like, you know, respecting his mom. Right. Like, so it was a whole, di- it was a whole round would you version say? of Pac that you can catch everything from, but you can't catch everything how you can catch it like from these new rappers. And what I mean is that like there's no diversity in the type of music that they had. Like I've already said, you had Dear Mama, Brenda's Got a Baby, say I Get Around, which is a party jam, talking about just fucking around bitches right. with bitches, and then uh, Keep Your Head Up, which is a, a emotional jump, and then Changes, talking about shit going on. That's five songs I've been able to name right there that covers Easily. different that's, parts of society. That's easy. How many songs by Lil Xan cover <laughs> different parts of society other than drugs, women, and sex? 
Let, or so, drugs, sex, and, uh, and anything everything else, else that goes with it. So, would you say that Tupac was like one of the, one of the first, like very, uh, I guess, um, multifaceted artists in a sense where it's kind of at least rappers? I want to say yes because not only was he a rapper and did he excel at rapping in all forms of it, like right. different genres of it and different ways of speaking, right. but he was also a very very talented uh, actor. Well, not not only that, right? But I feel like just the uh, like the topics of, of of his songs were like all over the place in a sense where it wasn't just like you said the gangster rap. Yeah, because I mean, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but who who else is would would make a song um, do for love? Yeah, you know what I mean. But at the same time, do a song with Bone Thugs called Thug Love. Exactly. And at the same time, do a song called Changes. Dear Mama, and then California Love. California Love, like. You're right. Like I feel like Pac brought so much to the table, and, and, and because you know that's that's one of the things that um that I was saying right that especially with Biggie since he only had what was it, one album. No, Biggie or had two, Biggie had two albums, and then one came out posthumously. Yeah, so you know a lot of people or people who argue that you know maybe these guys are only as big as they are because they died. My argument to them is I feel like the uh, the fucking um, the effect that they are pretty much what they brought to the just the the co- the impact that they had as a whole i feel like um really just carries their legacy like you yeah. can't deny the fact that you know white people at a bar in northwest dc know if they know any rappers they'll know tupac or big they'll at least know the name exactly and, and the fact that the name rings that much of a bell I feel like you can't deny the impact that they had on on what rap is now exactly and i feel like that's what you have to respect as a as a new guy, right now, here's the thing, right? I'm I'm, I'm gonna also play devil's devil's advocate, all right? Mm-hmm. I understand that Lil Xan, along with a bunch of other people, right, were born probably or around the time when Biggie and Tupac, you know, died. Yeah. Now, me as somebody who was born roughly four or five years before that happened, right? Mm-hmm. I think I can honestly say, cause I, I listen to Tupac and Biggie, right? But that's because my brother put me on them. Of course. I feel like I wouldn't have gotten, I'm, I'm, I probably would have known about them, right? But I feel like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't know any deep cuts or anything like that. Yeah, it would just be all like old Like, like hits, Juicy yeah. and, and, you know, California Love would yeah. be like the only drums that I really know, right? But I, I feel like it, it didn't come natural to me to, to want to gravitate towards that music. And this is born in 93. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't imagine being, I probably would have, and that's, this is what I try to tell other people, mainly a lot of the older people who, 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 who say that you, you should never bash Tupac, blah, 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 blah. I'm gonna be honest with you, right? There's a lot of, I would never bash Tupac, right? But I would go as far as saying that, like, a lot of rappers, like, um, I guess KRS1, and, yeah. To me, that, I would never listen to that. And, and, and it's just like, I'm not saying that they didn't, you know, have a lot to do with where, where hip hop went right, but personally, I feel like I would never listen to that. Now, well, then I, again, they're a completely different breed of rapper than a Tupac the, or a Little Xan. Like Lil, like you know, like he's more of he's always been more of a thought provoking, almost a philosopher of okay. like hip hop. So like, it, like I feel like not everyone really likes KRS. Oh, okay. It okay. takes like someone who really fucks deep with lyrics and right. understanding and probably doing a little homework on some shit that you right, hear. Right, right. Like that's the type of person that's really gonna fuck with KRS one. Okay, okay. Yeah, but you know, nonetheless, um, I I just feel like it. You know, I I'm not putting too much of the blame on him for not 
liking Tupac, right, or not. But the, the, what I am placing the blame on, right, is the fact that, you know, um, that he went out and said this. Uh, I, I feel like even though it might be true to you, right, mm-hmm. I feel like your publicist has to tell you, yo, this isn't going to work out, da 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 whatever it is. Because, I mean, the truth is, dog, once you hit that celebrity range, you really, I mean, dog, like, people are going to really judge you for what you say. Yeah. They're not, not for what you mean, but what, what you, you say. say. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where he fucked up and in a sense where he should have just said, honestly, look, I don't really listen to Tupac. He's definitely uh, a legend in the game. And, you know. Now, to me, this should have been, like, I mean, these are something that you've seen these young cats fall all over all the time. I mean, he's just a, another one in the in the microcosm of all these young niggas that are coming across. Right. And they get interviewed and asked these specific questions about, you know, what we consider the legends in my in my, in my my day. Right. Um, so it's like, you would think at least you would have listened to a little bit of the music and had an understanding of this stuff, if you mm. know you're going to go to these outlets and they're going to ask you these questions. Again, that just, to me, that's like any other job. To do a job, right. you got to know how to do the job. And right. you got to get trained on how to do it. You got to do a little homework and study. And here's the thing, right? You know, with, with, with all that happened with the Lil Yachty situation, um, I feel like you have to know that they're going to ask you these kind of questions. Being a young guy. Yeah. Like, I know if I went to a radio in- to do an interview, right, I, I feel like I would be prepared for that because I'm, right, I'm a young guy or I'm a younger guy and they're going to... They're probably going to think that I don't listen to these guys. So they're going to try to, cause one thing that, that I will say that I'm, I'm almost positive, you know, radio shows do is they try to get a moment. They, yeah. You know, so they're going to ask these kind of questions, right? But I think it's your job to be ready to either just, you know, swerve exactly. it or, 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 or answer it the politically correct way or however it is, you know, that's going to not get you in trouble. Exactly. And that's what it is. Like, like you, you can't deny like the fact that, Obviously, who wouldn't want, like, wh- whoever it is that, that put this out, Revolt, they probably got a rack of motherfuckers that now know about Revolt because they probably didn't know about Revolt before. But exactly. you know what? They knew about Lil Xan mm-hmm. or they knew about whatever was going on. So now you got now you got a moment that you can latch on to and gain probably a whole back, a rack of money off. Yeah, followers, revenue, all type yeah. of stuff will come from it. And, I mean, Lil Xan will now be uh, at least a trending topic or a talked about topic for the next week. Yeah. So he'll have that extra exposure and people will find out who he is. Of course, he'll probably get that backlash that all the mumble rappers always get. To tell you the truth, I don't even know who this little nigga is. I've never heard of anything. You like know what's him. funny? Even though his name is Lil Xan, right? I would actually go as far as saying that he's not necessarily a mumble rapper. I think he actually kind of raps a little bit. But... We'll, uh, we'll put okay. a song on afterwards. Okay, we'll try. We'll ch- we'll check it out. All right, well, I guess... That's it. That's it. That's about it, yeah. That's right. my piece. As always, thank you guys for uh, listening and catching up with us this week. Yes, sir. Uh, as we said, we're going to be out here trying to bring y'all a new jump every week. Yes, sir. We're not treating y'all like side hoes now. Y'all the main hoes, <laughs> So uh, if if all goes according to plan, next week we are going to do a classic album review, and it should be Cameron Purple Haze. Purple Haze. So I'm actually kind of I'm kind of excited to listen to it to see if I'm going to still think as bad about it as I Yo, did back in the I'm day. I'm gonna be honest with you, right? So when you told me we were doing that, right? I, even though I've listened to this album a rack of times, right? I hadn't listened to it in a long time, and, and I listened to it again, right? And I was like, damn, I really feel like Cam was killing a couple of drums on this. I was like, how the fuck could Trey really not fuck with this drum guy? Right? <laughs> I'm going to go back and listen to it, because like I said, there's sometimes I, I go back and I have a change of heart. So, you know, but, we'll see what's but, going on with that. I actually am very excited. 
I really want to hear what you think about Because like I said, I was listening to this joint last week and I, and I was going like track after track I was like, damn, dog, it's a couple drums on here This is hard, dog <laughs> Alright, well until next week, y'all It's the two of us, we yes, out sir. here We appreciate y'all listening, y'all know y'all can find us On SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes yeah, Y'all yeah. know y'all can also find us In the universe out there On Twitter and IG At HQ Podcast yes, And yes, yes of course, that is spelled out Spell it out, nigga We are also on Facebook At HQ Podcast Or Hip Hop Heads Podcast I think you can find it at HQ Either way, we're on there We're you on know there, look it up, look it up and from the USA to the UK to the to world, all baby. around the world, baby. Until next time, we love you. Peace. Peace.